everybody. Welcome to another episode of Who Invited Her. We are San Diego's LGBTQ pop culture podcast. I am your host, Tony, and I'm here with the little one, Bashi. Say hi. Hi. <laughs> it's so and, good to see you, Tony. And for our podcast listeners, Bashi got a haircut and it looks very nice. I, I really am digging your hair. Thank you. <laughs> and he's back. Eric is here too. Say hi, party hi. Eric. I have a sweat stain. Look at that. Isn't that hot and sexy? <laughs> so sexy. So very, very sexy. I didn't even notice. And the man running the show, making us look great. Producer Rob is here. Oh, um, oh, sorry. I don't know. <laughs> wow, Rob, just bring the show to just a complete Hey, everybody. Job. I'm here, too. Miss <laughs> Miriam T is off this week. She is a busy lady. That woman is working Working, working, working. But we have a very special guest. She's friend of the podcast, been on a few times. You know her as Ayahuasca Roz. She is <laughs> going to be joining us for the whole episode. Hi, Roz. Hi, guys. Hi. I'm so excited to be back. I know. I like when you're on. It's so much fun. Oh, yay. <laughs> but this time, we're going to talk like we did last time, travel. But you started a podcast. I did. Yeah, you're I in did. the podcast yeah. world with us. <laughs> I've joined I've joined the podcast world and it is it's been exciting, but it's been really great just actually talking about travel and putting it somewhere so that people can find the information if they want it and yeah. access it. Because you know, there are people that want to book travel on their own, there are people that want help and then there's you know putting that into a podcast and providing that to somebody. Yeah, the so they can just listen. And I enjoy it too because my co-host Adam, he's also in travel and we've known each other for like 15 years. Yeah. And it's fun connecting with him every week and recording and we laugh along the way. And it's yeah, it's like this. It's just fun. It's and fun. Informative. <laughs> fun and informative. That's that's important. I don't know if we're really informative on this <laughs> yeah, podcast. <laughs> too much information, maybe. Too much, yeah, maybe. <laughs> About stuff you don't want to know about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so what is the name of the podcast? And give our audience the rundown of what they could expect when they tune into you guys. Definitely. So it's Mates Rates Podcast. Uh, and we are two Australian travel professionals just wanting to sh- goodness shoot the shit with each other because we're really great friends, but talk <laughs> about travel while we're doing it. And each yeah. episode has a theme. So we started off with pandemic travel because that is what everybody wants to know about. (laughs) And we had to start veering away from that because at the beginning, it's like, we have to record one more episode about COVID. I'm going to go crazy. Oh, I bet. There's so many other things we started this for, like how to get cheap flights, how to not get caught out by change fees and fare differences, you know, and then there's all the COVID rules. And then there's like, Eric knows because Eric will be on our podcast eventually, you know, so we're going to be doing like gay friendly destinations and what to look out for. Uh, Adam is really great with points. So if you have credit card points and things like that, Adam is the expert. Yeah. First in business class. He's the corporate man. Adam is the corporate first class business. I am the leisure backpacker person. So together we kind of come together and have this like, you know, ebb and flow, but it's really just about travel and equipping our listeners with a toolkit so that they can get mates rates all the time. You yeah, know, so and you guys point. both have such good personalities that come through the podcast, <laughs> which makes like getting that information even yeah. funner. You know what I mean? Especially when it's coming from two people who you just would yeah. want to sit down and chat with and listen to. So that's the idea. Uh, yeah, that's what we're aiming for. We're like, I I approached Adam about this, and I was like, Would you be interested in you know recording a podcast with me? Because you're funny and you bring it out of me because you've known me for so long. Like yeah. he knows. Yeah half the scandalous stuff that happened before I even got to America and just all the dirty, (laughs) all the secrets. And he knows what buttons to push to get that out of me. So it really works. And I'm like, you gotta, you gotta have a co-host that does that bash who just drives (laughs) crazy. Knows what to say to just make good radio, Bash. Yes. yes. Excuse me? Bash, did you have oh, a question? God. No, no. I'm, uh, I'm I'm, just sitting here and fucking listening to you, just as we always do, Tony. Your show. Go it's ahead. my show, bit. No, I'm <laughs> Well, it, so a lot of people are going to tune in wanting to know the 411, especially now traveling in COVID times. Mm-hmm. So we'll, let's start there. And I know... Okay. Um, 
Eric is planning. Razi's just told us. I know. She's so like, I'm sick of talking about it. But we're going to talk about it. box. I know. And then, then I know Eric's planning a, a trip coming up and he's fully vaccinated and all that. Yeah. So I'm sure there's a bunch of other people that are going to be listening who are in the same boaters and they're wondering, yeah. is it safe to travel? And if I do need to travel or decide to go on a trip in COVID times, what do I need to do and what do I need to watch out for? All of that good stuff. I actually listened to several episodes before I started like considering traveling because yeah. I wanted to know like what what should I what do I need to know like what's happening what's going on on the other side so yeah. super helpful but yeah take it away Ross tell us I about mean, it I guess it starts off with what your definition of safe is as yeah. well right because that is the first thing that everyone considers safety differently so I actually went to Belize recently and I wasn't vaccinated yet okay, okay so I went there to experience pandemic travel. Cause I don't think that you can really be a travel agent and sell travel if you have not gone and done it yourself. I'm oh, very, very big true. believer in very big believer in you have to do what you're selling, right? Yeah. You can't. So safety, we, we actually ran some polls on the podcast as well. And the polls were, what do people deem as safe? And mm-hmm. there were a lot of opinions on not infecting others. So people felt that it was their diligent, their due diligence to not, as far as safety to not travel so that they would not harm others. Whereas other people were like, no, the safety is on the other person not to harm me. So in hotels, people not wearing masks, people not following the rules. Um, We actually had one of our listeners tell us about a flight that she was on, a Delta flight, and somebody wore the mask to board the plane and then took it off after takeoff. And they refused to put it back on for the entire duration of the trip. And then Delta gave them a lifetime ban. I was like, go. Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) Lifetime ban from Delta. And I'd love to know if that extends to like all Delta's partners, but you know, that's for later. So um, I think it comes down to what you consider is safe. You know, everyone has their own comfort zone. For me, when I consider travel during a pandemic, I'm thinking about what is the smartest place to go. Right. Okay. What's what's smart? Europe is now starting to open up. Personally, I don't consider Europe smart to go to right now. Okay. Yeah. You think about the Louvre, you think about all the museums and the coffee shops and the bars, the things that you've done when you've gone to Europe. Mm-hmm. How is that experience going to be different now with COVID? And even we're not out of the woods yet. We're still going to have this, you know, existence where things aren't going to go back to that normal you know, feel of travel for a long time. Yeah. And so do you want to stand in longer lines at the Louvre right. at the, and Frank House? Do you, because, you know, those lines are now going to be six feet apart, right? Yeah. So not only are you in a line that wraps around the block, but now this line is six feet apart as well at the same time. So we're going to go twice around, you know, <laughs> meand- yeah. meandering down the like little avenues and, and walkways <laughs> and things. So I think as far as Europe goes, if you want to go there and, and safety is of concern, think outdoors. Okay. So, Greece. Yeah. Greece. Beautiful. <laughs> we, love, we love Greece. Greece just opened up. Okay. They're opening up in May for US passport holders, which is oh, awesome nice. because at the moment, and so I'm jumping all over the place because it's, it's kind of meanders, right? It's, it's so, all over the place. Though. It is. How it is. You're yeah. absolutely right, Bashy. So Greece and well, Europe in general, we've seen them start to open up, but only to European passport holders. Mm-hmm. Okay? They're only letting their hey. own. Yeah. <laughs> like, can we get there? Can yeah. we get I there? know. Thank God. But... <laughs> so US, uh, US passport holders have not been welcome until recently. And Greece were the first ones to say, as of May 14th, you're welcome in Greece. Mm-hmm. Mykonos. It's wonderful. Gay friendly. It's fun. It's outdoors. It's sunny. Yeah. But it's also a party destination. Okay. So right. you have to think uh-huh. if you're going there, right? Are you going there expecting to party and have a, you know, and go out and socialize and be in bars? Because if you are, then there's probably going to be a market there for that. But if you're expecting to go there and relax and stay away from people and just kind of enjoy the, you know, the Mediterranean, you can do that too. But you are going to miss out on that aspect of the partying. Right. Right. So it's really about setting expectations about where you're going and why you're going. And so my recommendation is to go outdoors. Now, Iceland as well, and I think this is hilarious. I don't know if you guys saw, but Iceland opened up 
uh, to U.S. passport holders on March 18th. Yeah. I did. And then on March 19th, they had Dormant volcano erupts. Yeah, yeah. forty thousand <laughs> volcanoes a day. They said Jesus. that it feels like you're on a boat just walking around Iceland. Yeah, because of all the earthquakes, right? Yeah, yeah. and, and they've apparently had a lot of them recently. Yeah, and so this ten thousand year old dormant volcano erupts the day after they went yeah. back. And I'm like, was that Mother Nature being really passive aggressive? <laughs> yes, <laughs> absolutely. No. She was like, you guys think you're gonna open up? I'm gonna show you something else. She said, no, thank you, ma'am. <laughs> That was a mad flex right. by Mother Nature. The other, I had a question for you, Roz, and, and yes. for Bashi too. Um, the news just came out that Europe, especially Italy, is having a third wave of Corona right now, oh, and they've closed yeah. everything. So, how is that? And you're in the travel industry. How is that going to affect travel to Europe now? Is it's like going to shut down the whole country, or is it just anybody I- wanting to go to Italy? You want to take it first, Bashi? Yeah, I think, you know, that kind of goes in with what Roz is saying. Like, if you go to Europe, you're going to have to set expectations for yourself. And also, I think, like, you know, I have a lot of family there. I really miss them a lot. Like, Italy's probably going to be one of the first places I visit once everything's done, just because, you know, I have an aunt out there that's 93. And, you know, I just miss my family a lot. But, um how is your family We're, doing out there? Like, is everybody they're, they're safe? Fine. Okay. Everybody's in Southern Italy. Southern Italy is a lot better off than the North, which is where I used okay. to live was in Milan. Yeah. But that's like New York of Italy. It's packed with people, tons of things going Tourists, on, bars, restaurants. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I'd, I'd still stay. It's just as Raz is saying, like, I don't think a city vacation to Europe is the best idea right now. If you want to go hiking through the Alps or if you want to go to a beach in Greece or like, you know, go so go through the countryside <laughs> of France and go, it's yeah. basically just like here. You're just going to yeah. try to keep your, make expectations to keep some distance from people. London's yeah. probably not a good idea. Paris mm-hmm. is probably not a good idea right now, but that doesn't mean. The big metro the cities. Table. Yeah. 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 Probably yeah. not the best. So Roz, you are in the travel industry. How have you seen it change, especially at the beginning of the pandemic? And uh, now that the vaccines have rolled out and all of that, is there an uptake in travel? That there you're is. Seeing? Okay. Definitely, 100%. Uh, so I've been, so in the beginning of the pandemic, I definitely took a step back and just was kind of washed my hands of the situation because there was so much changing constantly. Nothing was consistent. And I just personally didn't want to deal with it. I was I'm not going to sell travel because I don't know what kind of dollar amount you put on organizing someone's trip when there are changes coming in every other day, you know, back in June, July of of last year. So I just took a step back and just kind of let it, you know, write it out. Um, And then I started getting back into it probably October, November. I started looking back into, okay, what's opening up slowly. And you see that the new buzzword is travel corridors and travel corridors are reciprocal agreements between certain countries so at the moment england the uk and spain just entered into one and basically that means that we we like how you're handling your shit and you're handling it really well too so we're going to open up an agreement where we're going to allow us tourists to come and see you right okay. so that's why there are that's why just because a country opens up during travel doesn't mean that your passport is welcome there so the travel corridors are happening and we're hoping that eventually we'll see one between the u.s and the UK, because that's still, you know, we don't have one yet in the US. Yeah. And I just think so with as far as now, as things open up and Iceland and Greece doing what they did kind of set the trend. They kind of started the ball rolling. They said, okay, we're opening up to US passport holders. And now we should expect to see that continue. And we should expect to see yeah. like increasing more other countries then also open up their doors. So okay. Roz, my question is though, so Greece is part of the EU. Yes. And they can enter, they can allow US passport holders back to Greece, mm-hmm. but that doesn't necessarily mean you're free to go wherever you are within the union. It's kind of like Gia Gun. <laughs> what you want to do is not necessarily <laughs> what you're going to do. Nice um, <laughs> drag race reference. So like, if you, if you want to go to France, you might not be able to go to France. <laughs> yeah. And- <laughs> so elegantly put, Bash. Yeah. 
Where have okay now that things are starting to pick up yes. with travel? Where have some of the hottest destinations people are picking that are really popular right now? For U.S. passport holders, yeah. it's the Caribbean. Oh, okay, and it's Central America. Okay, yeah. so Costa Rica and Belize. Up even two months ago, before the vaccines really started to pick up, uh-huh. have been leading the way. Yeah, in- we're we're hoping Rob and I to get out to Aruba where Aruba. we have the timeshare. Awesome. Later in the yeah. summer, because I've heard, it seems like they're they're doing pretty good with the, as far as travel and people are still going there and feeling safe because mm-hmm. you're on the beach pretty much the whole time, which like yeah. going back to what you said, Roz, it's outdoor with your adventure there or trip there is exactly. going to be mostly exactly. outdoor. Yeah. Outdoor spaces. And, and what you want to also take into account is so there are there, there's so many things. I know. So <laughs> you want to look at the, the readiness of the country. And I think that you should be looking at how long they've been doing this and how long their protocol mm-hmm. has been in place. Has it been consistent or do they keep chopping and changing their mind? Okay. Yeah. That's one of the big things I picked Belize for. I was, I said, okay, they've had a consistent COVID protocol for two months. It hasn't changed. That's, that's where I'm going to go. I feel comfortable with that. Right. But you also want to make sure. So Thailand, Thailand is opening up. Okay. They are open to us passports with a special visa. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I know, <gosh>. <laughs> <laughs> Thailand has its own set of things that are like right. political too, though. So yeah. that's why I cringed. Yes. I'm just not sure. But the thing is with Thailand is that they might not have the testing in place for the demand of tourism who then mm-hmm. need the test to come home. Mm-hmm. Oh. All right. Okay. So you have, you have to you also have to think about these things. Are yeah. you able to get that test to come back? Jesus. Yeah. How easy? How easy will it be? <laughs> because right now you have to test to come back into the U.S. That's US, an American yeah. policy. Right. Yeah. And your test has to be seventy-two hours or younger. Yeah. yeah. So you can't mm-hmm. even. And so getting that test that finesses that timestamp is yeah is the key, right? That's the hardest right. part. I think most people, when I talk to them about their travels, it's the when do I get the COVID test done. And because you have access in the U.S. to free testing, mm-hmm. that's great. But the free tests don't get you a result in the time frame that you need it. Right. And I personally think you'd be stupid to get on a plane without your test results in your hands. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. just my opinion. Why would you get on the plane <laughs> if you haven't figured out if you're testing positive or negative to COVID yet? Because yeah. you could get there and face a quarantine mm-hmm. you know, or infect mm-hmm. others. Mm-hmm. So um, – same day health or a new clinic that are popping up in like the U S I think they're in about 40 different cities across the U S and they offer a 36 hour priority PCR test. I think I saw that. You can schedule it. Awesome. You can make it. What is the company again? So it's same. Yeah. Same day health. Same day health. Hmm. Everybody. That's, that's good to know. I did not know that. Mm -hmm. Hmm. And they have a priority PCR test, which gives you results in less than 36 hours. And what I found really complicated with a lot of the other clinics that provide testing is you can't make appointments really far in advance, three yeah. days, because technically you should only be testing or they only expect you to be testing if you're sick, right? Or symptomatic, yeah. uh, not if you're traveling. So now with the uptake in traveling, people want to schedule those appointments, make sure they don't miss out so they can really make sure that that result comes in in time. And they take insurance as well, which is great. So if you have insurance, mm-hmm. They take insurance, make that appointment. So same day health are my recommendation. But then considering in-country, so now at your destination, making sure that they have the resources to get you that test to come home. And a lot of hotels have been really good at organizing that for you. Okay. Wow. So that's good information, Roz. But then how are people with the vaccine getting treated? Is there any yeah. kind of like priority that's going to them? And then the Happening. other thing that I heard was that little CDC white card that everybody's posting on social, which you should not be doing because it's an identity theft issue. Please stop doing that. I don't like, know why people, people can are get, doing that. People, 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 it's not even about like, I don't give a fuck. It's great that you got tested and you should post that you, or that you got vaccinated or whatever, but people know? are taking your birth date off of that and oh, using it to shit. fill in the gaps for your identity. So don't do that. Oh, but God. I've heard that that card is not recognized internationally and that there is another card uh, a vaccine passport that's yellow yes. and it's issued by the World Health Organization. Oh yeah, you so know, like, what, show and tell. Hold on. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you got it. 
I have one. I'm no, I don't give a fuck because the first place I'm going <laughs> is Europe and I have a passport. Yeah. And you'll you know, once fine. it's safe and, and Italy's allowing me back, I'm going to So go this but passport is out. specifically for <laughs> people who have been vaccinated. That is from the, the World Health Organization. And so, how would somebody go about getting that if they're if they hard. are going to be you traveling only, a lot? You are only administered one of these. OK, so uh-huh. the World Health Organization at the top. If you're getting a vaccine that is required for travel. Okay. Ah, okay. So I have it because I have the yellow fever vaccine. And when ah. I travel to certain destinations, they won't let me board the plane without showing proof of a yellow fever vaccine. Oh, wow. Okay, so okay. that's why okay. I have it. It's the only reason why, because this is what's recognized. They haven't yet. I'll show the backside so that no identity theft. Okay. This is my CDP <laughs> card. They haven't yet connected these two. They're working oh, on it, but it's it. not official um, yet. Okay. And even when they do, this is just my opinion. They're not going to be able to say, this is not valid. You have to have this. They're going to have to give a grace period because right. now, I mean, there's 70 million people almost as a 30 something million vaccinated in the U S fully 70 million have received their first dose. Yeah. So right. you can't expect that many people overnight to get this information put in this officially because it has yeah. to be stamped. They're going to have to go back to the person they got the vaccine from yeah. and work out how you put them together. So at the moment, there's no official document that proves apart from your vaccine card that you've got the vaccine for uh-huh. travel purposes. Okay. But in saying that we are seeing that the vaccinated people are getting, they're getting a, a leg up. Uh, uh-huh. A lot of countries now are started to say that if you do not, if you have the vaccine, you don't have to have a PCR test to come in. Okay. okay. So, so things are, I didn't think it would, but it is. Yeah. So that is that is the thing because I I know that. Thing. Yeah. I'm either I think once I I feel like I'm comfortable I'm thinking two destinations are a priority. It's either I mean Europe mm-hmm. I, I really do want to go see my family, but if that's not the case, then I was thinking Hawaii because they are going to allow the, the vaccine um, the yeah. vaccine card to be able yes. to get in. So once I'm done. That might be like the first option. But that, yeah. but Bash, you bring up a good point. And when people are deciding to travel, it's going to all be, what do you, like you said, Roz, what are you going to feel safe and when you're going to feel mm-hmm. safe doing it? Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Which we ran some, yeah, we ran some polls on the, on the podcast mm-hmm. in the beginning. I think I mentioned this earlier about lots of different random questions we asked about, do you feel safe? Is it safe to travel? Are you personally feeling that it's not safe or are you just, you know, not okay with it yourself because there, there are different opinions out there, right? Oh, Some yeah, people think sure. you shouldn't be traveling because we're still in a pandemic. Right. And there are people that are like, you shouldn't be traveling because you might have COVID. Okay. What is it? You can't project that on people. The tourism industry has to pick up. Countries yeah. can't keep going on this. You know, tourism provides the economy. It's needed and it can be done safely. The biggest thing as well, as far as safety though goes, is your expectation of other guests in the hotels or where you're staying. Right. Okay? Yeah. You cannot expect the hotel staff to babysit every guest. I- exactly. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I worked in a restaurant during the pandemic and it was kind of like babysitting at times, you know, oh, know. kind of down, put your mom <laughs> being polite. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it just, it goes to, well, the other thing that came out this week is there was a poll done. I want to say by CNN or one of the big news groups that said that there's 41% of Republicans refused to get the vaccination. I saw that. And that's scary oh. because that's millions and millions of people in America that are going to read that are refusing the vaccination. So if this coronavirus keeps mutating, it is going to grow within that population, mm-hmm. especially yep. that are not getting vaccinated. So and how is that going to that's going to spill over to the people who are vaccinated? What if there's a mutated strand and all of that's us that had that. took the responsibility of getting vaccinated? are now at risk because this group of people refuse to listen to science. And then it spills over into the world economy where nobody wants to let us in. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> that's, why we, that's why the passport is not welcome is because they're like, ah, no, yeah, not you guys handle but, your shit, America. And then you can come over. Yeah. I will. I yeah. will give some silver lining to this though, because I was really worried about the variants too, but Moderna and Pfizer have both said that they're going to issue yeah. boosters. Who are, mm-hmm. And think about this. Who are they going to give boosters to? 
the oh, people who have had the vaccine. vaccine you can't get yeah. a booster if you haven't had the vaccine yet. Yeah. So if people want to refuse to go ahead and get a vaccine, yep. and you know, it's your decision, yep. fine, it is. Mm-hmm. fine, 100%. totally. But you, you would be also making a decision to um, separate yourself from the world. Yeah. And that's also your decision. It also makes your life harder. It's showing yep. now. So Adam and I on the podcast, we were talking about the vaccine and this is before it started rolling out uh-huh. really mm-hmm. on a large scale. And before countries started saying, you can come in if you're vaccinated. Qantas, the Australian national airline, came out in October of last year. This is long before the vaccine even appeared, right? Yeah. Like when there's a vaccine, we're only going to allow vaccinated travelers on our plane. Wow. Adam and I kind of took that and dissected it. And we're like, can a, can a business do that? Yes, they can. Yes, they can. It's a yes, private they can. business. It's a private, so business. It's their private business. But people's opinions on the polls varied whether oh, really? a business asked you to have the vaccine or whether a country asked you to have the vaccine. Mm, you know what? You're people, not a citizen of that country. So you and don't have if, a say. If, if, you know, you might have an opinion about whether the United States should be requiring yeah. everyone a vaccine, and that's fine. But not every country in this world is a democracy. Mm-hmm. Every, not every country in this world is, um, you know, there, there's varying degrees of democracy. Sometimes your, your government can impose those things on you. Mm-hmm. And you also have to respect that. Um, if you yeah. want to be a global citizen, though, and, and be able to, to have that privilege, and travel is a privilege. Yeah. It's not a right. It's yes. not a right. 100%. Countries issue visas and they can they can make decisions based on who's coming in. And there are passports that are much more powerful than others. And you can go and take a look at how much ours has slipped because it's been a lot. A lot. Yeah. Especially um, during the Trump administration. It. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. yeah but you as an American does not give you a fucking right to just impose whatever your fucking opinion is on everybody else. Mm-hmm. So. Welcome to the world. You need to do so. Well, yep. it goes to the same thing of all of those videos we've seen online about businesses refusing service to people who are not wearing masks. And it's businesses, the same with this airline. It is it a is private business. They, if they want to make that a policy for their business, they have every right to. It's yeah. their prerogative to do so. I just thought it was interesting that the air, the, let's say I'm the one that has the opinion, if the airline required me to have the vaccine, I'm not okay with it. But if the country require me to have it, I'm okay with it. I'm like, yeah. what's the difference? Oh, what is oh the I see what you're saying. Because Quanta, Quanta is, is nationalized? Quanta is the yeah. national character. Oh, I see what you're saying. I see yes. what you're saying. Okay, But you're right, it. Roz, because it's like, what's well, what is the difference? Right. I don't know. Because they should, be, they should be falling in line with the, the opinions of the government. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So then, so Adam and I dis- dissected that. And then we're like, okay, what are your opinions on the vaccine? And there are a lot of people and this was before it rolled out heavily in the U.S. again, mm-hmm. that were like, I'm not going to get the vaccine. I don't want to. It was pretty evenly split. It was like 54%. And yeah, mm-hmm. so it was very evenly split. And that was interesting to us because as a traveler, I was like, I'll, I'll be a volunteer. Go on. Take yeah. it on me. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> stick it in me. Vac- Let's do I've this. I've all the vaccines I've had. I'm fine with this. You know, <laughs> so it was, it was interesting to see people be so anti-vaccine not mm-hmm. from like an anti-vaxxer perspective but just you know if you're traveling it's going to make your life easier and now it is because yeah. countries are opening up and saying if you have the vaccine don't worry about a pcr test yeah 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 so, it's, um, it's crazy i think well the and the some of the reasoning behind why the like people are not getting vaccinated is they're relating it to like i never get the flu vaccination and i'm fine and you know what i mean it's just I don't understand what what the big deal. What Robbie, do you have a comment? Uh, um, Mike, yeah, I know. Is it to turn it on? No, I I was just gonna toss in there that um, you guys are talking about. Is it okay for a private business to say yeah. you need to wear a mask if you want to come in? I don't care what your beliefs are. In order to come in here, you have to wear a mask, or you need to be vaccinated to fly, or whatever. And one of the arguments against it is, well, if that's the case, and I don't want to bake a cake for a gay marriage. Oh, come the oh, fuck on. I, well, this is what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, that's one of the arguments is, that is my right. It's my <laughs> private business. I can make that decision. But my argument against that is, 
that is not the same issue. thing. That's a that's a false equivalency yes. because it's different Correct. to say I'm not going to bake cakes for you people, but I'll bake cakes for you people. That's different than saying everybody that comes in here has to wear a mask. Everybody yeah. that comes in here. Yeah. So there's a difference between you're going to apply the rule to every customer or you're going to single customers out. So I, yeah. I, I kind of cringe anytime I hear people say that, that it's argument. equivalent yeah. to saying, I don't like to serve gay people, or I don't like to serve this group or that group. Thank you, Rob. It's, it's not the same. Good yeah, point, Rob. Good, and, really good point. And, and I yes. love that issue that you raised, because that is a, a pretty huge conservative tactic, and I think it's something that a lot of LGBTQ plus and yeah. allies should know about. Um, false equivalency mm -hmm. is when somebody uses your argument and turns it against you by something that's actually completely unrelated. Yeah. Yes. And, and even and it's interesting you bring that up, Rob, with the whole, I'm not going to bake a cake for the gays. That argument we don't pose is a health risk. still happening in America. <laughs> we do not pose a health no, risk. No, we to do not. Else. <laughs> well, so I agree. It's like, it's the health part, but it's also discrimination. The whole yeah. point is, you're not allowed to discriminate against certain people is not the same thing as saying all customers are going to be treated yeah. the same. We just require you to wear a mask and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Anyway. It also the... made me think like <laughs> as far as now that there's this group of people who will not get va vaccinated, I figure here in San Diego where we live, the people you hang out with, you go out with, we're in the community. Um, most of the people, if not all, will probably get vaccinated because they have the mindset of, yes, I want to get vaccinated. This is what yeah. appropriate to do. So staying within your bubble, I don't know, maybe that's going to help people feel a little safer. You know what I mean? Instead of let's say you're living somewhere where it's a mostly Republican town and you believe in the vaccination, you're like maybe the only person who's getting vaccinated, you know, that just... at that point. I mean, if nobody yeah. around is getting it, you just, I mean, the vaccine as well is not meant to stop you from getting COVID. It's no. meant to no. shorten the incubation period. Mm -hmm. Yes. You know? mm -hmm. And so it's not as severe. You won't be on a ventilator. It'll yeah. free up the hospitals. Correct. Um, and it, and it gives you, you have a less, a chance of even getting it you still can get it definitely still yeah. you have a chance of getting it but it does lower just like okay. with the flu vaccine you know you're still right. you get the flu yeah. it may not be severe if you have the vaccination yeah. i got malaria on anti-malaria pills so anything is possible. anything oh is possible. my god <laughs> what the fuck was that like it was uh it was actually not as bad as dengue I you think. got dengue too god right <laughs> well, she's Rock Jeez. is like on fucking Oregon Trail over here. Adam calls me the disease queen. <laughs> how, many, how many exotic diseases have you had? I know exotic diseases. I love. Yes, that. I've had two tropical diseases. The mosquitoes <laughs> love. I'm going to say us, Bash, because you should be careful too. Oh my god, god. they love you. Come from the same blood. We yeah, can you they're just like mm, okay. pasta. Yeah, <laughs> they're like marinara sauce. <laughs> We're in. I, I, I have mosquitoes love people the from the. Southern South Italy. I don't know what it is. I never, I never we, get mosquito bites. I, you I do. No, they're like no. your blood is toxic. No, thank you, ma'am. And we Roz, like, where's your on. family from? Like from Calabria. Calabria. Okay, yeah. so mm -hmm. my I'm from Sicily, and they yeah. we're no, normally under normal circumstances. Bash and I are, 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 are you know, are mortal enemies. <laughs> I didn't know Calabrians hate Sicilians. Calabrian Sicilians have like this like, history, but we're like of trying to one up each other. Uh, so they both had their own mafia thing going on. They both had their own like mm -hmm. small worlds. And, oh, you know, and know that. for our listeners feel... who are tuning in and maybe haven't <laughs> listened to our other episodes with Roz, she's actually Italian and you Australian. So that's why you hear the accent. Because I'm sure people are like, what do you mean? Your accent doesn't sound <laughs> Italian. Go ahead, Roz. I do. I do kind of wish we'd gone to Australia. No, I was just going to say for those podcast <laughs> listeners that maybe haven't listened to every, every episode, Ross has been on like, what, three times three, now? Two, three times. Yeah. One was a two-parter, which is a hugely oh, popular episode, yeah, by the way. The oh. ayahuasca episode. If you want to oh, hear yes. Ross's um, oh, that was such experience with episode. ayahuasca <laughs> down in Costa Rica. Go and her to, best friend, her pillow that she made. <laughs> while she was Listen to the I Wanna Ayahuasca episode. I forget the episode. Part one number. and two. It was a good episode. Those were fun. So engaging. Those are fun. Yeah, and Roz took audio of her on ayahuasca and oh. we had to play them. And they were so funny. <laughs> like it was a great episode seeing your reaction to yourself. 
Yeah. On ayahuasca. <laughs> so you just got back from Belize. How is Belize and how is the trip and Wonderful. traveling um, during the pandemic and all that? Because I've never yeah. been to Belize. So, First, I'm a big fan of pandemic travel because there's no one around. Yeah. <laughs> that would be perfect for me. I don't like 90% of people. I, I love no, that. We went to yeah. this place uh, on, on the island of San Pedro. Oh, sorry. On the island of Ambergris Cay. There's a yeah town called San Pedro. We went to this place called uh, Secret Beach, right? It takes you about an hour to get out there on a golf cart. The whole island is majority golf carts, so you don't have to <laughs> Love it. Wonderful. It's a beautiful lifestyle. And we drive out there and under normal circumstances, this beach would be covered in people. There would yeah. be nowhere to sit. There were deck chairs for days oh, and, oh, and picnic tables in that. the water. In the water. Oh they my God, I would love that. In the water. It's wonderful. Uh. And the water's Caribbean, like crystal blue. You can see right down to the bottom as far as the eye can see. It's fantastic. Um, You know, so I'm a big fan of like actual pandemic travel as far as that experience. (laughs) I had like just the service was great. You know, the company was great and the location was beautiful and it was relatively cheap. And Belize, they handle things, I think, even better than we do. You know, when you go into the restaurants, you have to wash your hands before you come in. They have hand stations at the front as you enter. You wash your hands. I love this. Yeah, and then you take a seat. I'm like, that's a tiny measure that actually I think is better than a temperature check, honestly. Yeah, honestly. Because temperature checks, I mean, things fluctuate all Mm -hmm. the time. Obviously, if you have a huge fever, I think you would know because you'd be hallucinating at that point. (laughs) Yeah. Um, You know, (laughs) having when I had my vaccine, I had the, like, um, a fever. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 So, I think Belize are handling it super well. The airline, everything was super smooth. Even at San Diego Airport at check-in, you know, we went through, we landed. Uh, you show your COVID test to them. You can actually test on arrival in Belize if you want to. I personally wouldn't recommend it because, again, if you test positive, it's two weeks into a hotel and there you stay. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you can still do all the outdoor adventure activities because Belize right. is an outdoor adventure. So it was wonderful. It was Everything was handled perfectly the hotel staff everyone was super professional i felt super safe at no point did i feel uncomfortable the Mm -hmm. only time i did was other guests who felt it was okay to approach me without a mask oh yeah yeah. did you slap i don't i would have slapped that's still like my number one pet peeve they were like oh you're wearing a mask i'm like well yeah like yeah no shit yeah i can't afford to get stuck here for two weeks okay yeah Oh man, but that is a lot of info on travel during the yeah. pandemic. And you guys cover you go way more in depth than what we would do on this show in this episode. So if people want to check out your podcast and find out even you have great tips on how to get cheap flights, where yes. to look from, and how and Adam goes into about points and all of that good stuff. So it's yeah. and it's mates rates, but it has an apostrophe. Let's, yeah, let's it's mates that. apostrophe rates. Yes. But if you have Instagram, it's podcast. Yeah, and can people just DM you if they have specific questions yes. on travel? Adam and I always like slide into those DMs. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> and you can find me on Ask Rose She Travels as well, which is just askrosshetravels.com. Yeah. And that actually links you to the podcast, links you to the email. It just, you know. Is all of that. But since we're talking travel, there was another big article that came out this week, yesterday, in Japan, Tokyo, mm. Nintendo World opened up. And mm, it was very limited. And yes. if you guys have not gone online and seen the videos of Nintendo World, it has been delayed, delayed, delayed for so long. And I think we nice. talked about this last <laughs> year uh, when we had our theme park um, episode and we talked about Disney and stuff. Bashy and I were very excited about Super Nintendo World and it had been delayed and there were just sneak looks, peeks of it. But it go online. It looks it Legoland. Looks, I'm so excited better. to check this out. It looks so, <laughs> so amazing. Unfortunately, Americans cannot travel to um, Japan right now because I guess we're not allowed in. But do 100%. you think they're going to open an American version? Yes, there and is rumor. Florida oh, and California are the Where two. In California, uh, do you think it'll I happen? think it's going to be part of Universal Studios. Universal ah, Studios, right? Yeah. yeah no, put it in But it looks amazing <laughs> down to the food, down to the ride. Like, I grew up on Nintendo. That was like the first mm-hmm. game station. So seeing this, like, 
Like how, remember when Toontown first opened up and you mm. went and it was just like, oh my God, everything's cartoon. It's like that, but this seems like a hundred times better. Toontown used to progress us back to children really quickly. Oh, I know. Yeah. And it was interesting. I was watching videos about the opening that happened. I believe it was yesterday and reading the articles. A lot of people had emotional reactions to going to the <laughs> park because they Aww. grew up on these characters and seeing them in real life really got to people. It was so cool to see. And for podcast listeners, listeners, Bashi has his wiener out again. I'm sorry. He's, no, he's popped out to say hello. No. <laughs> Bash, you have to lift your wiener a little bit. Put so it, can lift see it up it. so sorry. everybody can see your wiener. Yeah. Yeah. Look yeah. at it. It's so Look cute. It. It's such a Thank cute you. wiener. Tug on that wiener. <laughs> yeah. Your wiener looks so scared right now. Oh, pet your wiener to calm him down. <laughs> pet your wiener to calm him down. I don't know if that looks very hairy. Very yeah. hairy. <laughs> I know. But what did you think bashing Nintendo World? Like is uh, this- I'm stoked on it. I just that is another location that I'm dying to get back to oh, is yeah. Japan though, which is like fucking society done right. Yeah. Everything just works. The people are goddamn nice. It's a beautiful place. It's relaxing when you need it to be. It's active and exciting when you need it to be. Yeah. But um, do you know where in Japan it is? Is it in um, Tokyo? Or? I want to say, yeah, it's a, or Osaka. Even, Outside uh, of Tokyo? Yoshinaka. Oh, where? Well, while, you, while you're looking Noriko, that up. Noriko Nokunasha. I'm not even going to try to do Hold that. Hold on, I'll figure you it out. You do yeah, it, please. Thank you, much. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, well, while you're looking that up, um, in our YouTube chat, and by the way, any listeners on the podcast, if you want to watch us live, you can tune <laughs> in to YouTube every Saturday <laughs> afternoons at 1230 Pacific. But anyway, um, in the YouTube chat, Loso Salazar um, says um, they've already started building uh, Nintendo Land at Universal Studios Hollywood, and it looks great. Yes. Lorenzo. Is that Lorenzo? Lorenzo. Lorenzo. Hi, Lorenzo. (laughs) I was like. (laughs) I didn't know they already started building it. That's oh, that's going to be cool. I, I think wait. he showed me photos of it, of like, they had like a drone that has, has photos you can Google. Yeah. Well, speaking of Lorenzo. Uh, the it's four in Osaka. Osaka. Okay, thank you, Bashi. So that's a good that's a good reason to just get out of Tokyo when you visit Japan. Yeah, it looks Tokyo amazing. Tokyo is great. I cannot wait. I want to go. I really do want to go. I mean, yeah. it just looks so cool. But speaking of Lorenzo, you, Lorenzo. And us, we got we went Saturday to see Miss Miriam's tea party, and oh, it was the yes. first strike show I had been in probably a year. Wow! Since, yeah, it was. That was a good one. So good. It was, I really, it was good. really good. It was and nice I, seeing Paris out. That's Paris what I was going to do. Amazing. Paris, one of the local queens here, who is a general manager for Inside Out, she rarely performs, and she was at Miriam's tea party performing in. When I tell you, she was amazing. It was no there. She had pyrotechnics. It was in her number. It was insane. Like I mean, opening number. Oh, it was so good. It was so good. All the queens and fan of the podcast and friend of the podcast, Naomi Daniels. She was amazing too. Awesome. Yeah, yep. and Evelyn, sexy Evelyn sloth. Great. <laughs> <laughs> so they funny. all I know. I know. <laughs> they all did really. It was a really was fun great. show. Yeah. You could tell that there was like put a put a good show on this time. Yeah, it seemed like there was a lot of pent up energy in the performers, oh, yeah. and they were yeah. just happy to be back too. But oh, I had never sure. seen Paris perform. Yeah, we've seen her at Inside Out all the, all time, the time, but I've never seen her just you know in her element. She was fucking great. I was yeah, enjoyed she to was see. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Very very good show. Everybody did and Miriam was good too. She did all right. <laughs> <laughs> no, she was good. She did she a great awesome. job. She, like a always. Miss Piggy number. Oh, her Miss Piggy, Piggy number. Funny. I watched the videos. That you oh, yeah. Heard. We posted yeah. it on our Insta account. So go check it out. Yes. Yeah. 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 Go check out Who Invited Her Underscore Podcast. You can see a couple of the videos that we have up there from Miss Miriam T's Tea Party. It was a great show. And if you're in San Diego, make sure you get tickets for the Tea Party right away because they sell out so fast. It's a Great show, and Miss Kixie Vixen Styles from the show. Her show's coming back too, I believe. Oh, really? They do bubbly brunch on Sundays for her show, and I want to say her other 
Another What's show she's she started. I think she has one at number one. Number right? one. That's where it is. Oh, yeah. cool. It was um, the faces of Kixie. I want to say, and it's the other queens doing her while she hosts it. That was the theme for I think the one this week. But she's going to be having a show there. There, the drags coming back in San Diego because another friend it of the podcast, Miss Vinchelada, she's doing her show back at number <laughs> one on fifth too. So there's sitting in the stands at Tea Party, huh? Sitting in the stands at tea party. Yeah, she was at tea party. Was yeah, see her too, I had drinks with her on Thursday. Oh, oh you, you did? did? Yes. And we went oh, to a drag show at number one. Um, it was, they were all like baby drags. I didn't, there's like a whole new rain out there. I know, oh, that's drag queens I don't even know about. Yeah, yeah. It's, it was really cool. Yeah. yeah it's like once, the, once we're me and Robbie and I get our vaccination, which is happening soon, it'll be nice to be able to go out in the community more and start really how you know before this yeah. pandemic we were at pretty much every goddamn drag show there was yeah, supporting the queens and it was so much fun so i cannot wait till we get back to that but oh and one thing i do have to say about lorenzo love that he's a theater nerd love love that he's a theater nerd i finally <laughs> yeah, have somebody he's to a talk theater about nerd. theater with oh. for like yeah, I know you two are so bored. Glazed <laughs> over. And we're like, I have Sitting no back. idea what you're talking about. Right? But since we are on the topic of drag, we have to talk about. Who am I? Who's it getting foggy? Yes, RuPaul's Drag Race. And Roz is like a diehard drag race fan because i yeah. get the text every week <laughs> did you watch the episode no i'm not gonna spoil it for you but it was amazing i can talk about it with a part from you all so i know like, has somebody watched it yeah i'm like <laughs> so here. did everybody watch the episode from last night the newest episode i have not yes. but go oh, ahead spoiler alert spoiler alert okay i just want to get like Roz's take on this what did you think and who has been your favorite this season yes oh. Okay, I really. <laughs> she had to take a break. She's like, I gotta get ready for this. <laughs> I really appreciate Utica. I think she's incredible, so. but but she's reaching a point where it's not going any further. Oh like, yeah. Oh okay. Yeah. yeah. So I'm kind of like getting a little bit bored. Kind of like why? Spoiler alert! Like spoiler Tina, alert. Tina you know, Burner exited because she reached her peak. Like yeah. it was just it wasn't breaking out anymore. And then you've got Simone, who I think is getting better. Oh, yes. yeah. She blew it, it out this week. I was like, oh. whoa, hilarious. Yeah. The, the, the runway was great. Like, that was God, clever was and funny. Good. Yeah. So, I, I really loved Utica in the beginning because I love, I love the, the quirkier queens. Mm-hmm. I forget the name of the uh, one from last season. Um, the weird, who was the one from Crystal the, Method? Crystal yes, Method. Yeah. Oh, my I like Crystal. Favorite. Oh, I it was yeah. so she was so good. And I still feel like her and Gigi are robbed, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I didn't know you were this into it, Raj. Oh, she's into yeah. it. She's oh, super she into it. <laughs> okay, I got to ask you, Raj, what are you thinking of Candy Muse this season? <laughs> it's really okay. It's hard now to say what I want to say because the last episode, you know, like yeah. she's, she's opening up, which is incredible because I think it's just good for everybody who's watching to hear these stories. Yeah. Yeah. But then I'm going to say she has like this entitlement that she just speaks up and it's like, hey, this is not your time right now. This is everybody's time. Shut up. Shut (laughs) up. Like, just not tone it down, but just like time and place, you know? Yeah. Yes, please. I I had a thought about that too. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead. Because I was just complaining about this to Tony today is like, has she won that many challenges? Why does anybody no. care what her thoughts, opinions, and advice are throughout <laughs> the entire season? Oh, I'm like, girl, you need to start coming in first place before you start telling everybody else what they should do, shouldn't do. And I- I'm sorry, yes. but yeah, well, she just run- 100%. Yeah, she oh, just ran away. Oh, I know, Eric. The yeah, runway this paper. week, I was like, the girl, runway no. this week, come on, it, no, it looked like this it looked week. Like Every what do you mean this week? Like every fucking week. I'm like, girl, you got little fucking like Michael's craft store daisies in your goddamn hair. Like it's just yeah, driving me nuts. Speaking of um, the runway though, yeah. Uh, was it just me or was watching the like lip sync battle really just between strangely was... strangely unnerving because of the outfits? Okay. You've got Maleficent, like yeah. Yeah. and then you've got like Monsters Inc. Right? Yeah. <laughs> it's just like I don't What's I don't happening? know. It. Yeah. It's like, it's, like you're like, it's like you're on ayahuasca or anything could have been happening, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so true. They, like, they could not be, 
two more different lip syncs. Like yeah. they were so it was like watching two different songs. It was because so it weird. was Tina Burner and it was Utica in the bottom yeah. two that lip synced against each other. And got it. And, I think that- I think they called it. I'm. I, you were right, Roz. Tina Burner burned out. She burned out, and it was time for her to go. Can so, I? Can I interject? And yeah. I haven't seen the episode yet, but I saw on TikTok, which is my platform of choice these days, that TikTok. somebody who knows Tina Burner and like goes to a lot of her shows and everything was saying that like this is out of left field like the orange and red and yellow oh, really? thing is really? not like what she is in new york huh. like if you go to a tina burner show it's not like that she's never worn these colors before it's completely like fabricated well, for the show there? yeah or did she fall know. under this thing that some of the queens do is go into the show and want to produce themselves and say this is how i want to present myself this is going to be the branding yeah and and it and it's totally and different than maybe what they do I mean, in their hometown. She, she does take things very literal. So yes, maybe very. she was just like, burner, fire. That's what I'm going to do. And then yeah. just kind of kept I going. I love your imitation of her. <laughs> I, I actually thought her lip sync was better than. I agree. Does. The lip sync was better. I, yeah. No. I, I don't know. I mean, she I had this like blown away by either. outfit yeah. with like the massive humps. And it was my humps. It was yeah, so that's true. perfect. It was so perfect. And like. <laughs> The like gyrating like on the floor. I was like, this is hilarious. Yeah. But her yeah, makeup I mean, was bad this week. Though. It was bad. What, it was okay, bad. what did you think of the top? <laughs> the top, the winner was Simone, who very much deserved it with Rose in yeah. second place. How what did you think wins, of those two? How many wins does Simone have? Does anybody God, a lot. I think this is number four, four or five. Four? Yeah. I was yeah. thinking four. Yeah. yeah, she did great. I, I, I mean, her branding and her acting, it was so good and natural. And then so it was a monster themed runway and she came out in a full on fox foxy outfit, lady. foxy lady, literally like a furry fox head to toe and I'm had so like the hoop earrings. This. Daisy Dukes tank like it was so, and heels too <laughs> and heels it. it was amazingly good and then you had Rose who came out in that dev the red devilly look oh that was yeah. great it was cool and even I really like show was really good I think I thought Rose did a great job this yeah week. yeah it was very well deserved for the two of them for them yeah both they both won actually yeah. right they both won yeah it was they a double win this week oh, cool. yeah. it was a d- Double win, yeah. And I hope that like that keeps like Rose coming out of her shell, yeah, because she's been very like it's, it's been very on brand, kind of like Tina Burner on brand. And this, I think, was a little bit more of an exploration. Oh, you know, for the, sure, yeah. Roz. Yeah. The comedic side. It's like, yeah, keep doing that because you're funny. You are yeah. funny. Yeah. I yeah. agree, yeah, one hundred percent. But can you believe they're barely at six queens? It feels like the season is never going to end. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, there's We're still six it. queens left. There's, this there's has been be... going since New Year's. It has. About to, it's about to be April. Are you <laughs> serious? Wow. What is time? What is but, time? You're right. Um, <laughs> what is time? <laughs> Wait a minute. So there, has there Another. not been a double elimination yet? Because that's no. got to be coming. That's, you are, wow. I, I feel it's got to be maybe coming soon. It. Maybe you called it Bash. Yeah, maybe, maybe you did. Yeah. But before we head out, there was Candy News will be on that one. A, a story that came out today <laughs> in San Diego News that I wanted to get your guys' opinion on. So a twenty at San Diego Zoo, world famous San Diego Zoo, a twenty-two year old man decided to climb into the elephant uh, exhibit with his two year old daughter. He climbed through a few barriers to get in to the exhibit so his daughter could see the barriers, elephants. Not one. Yes. So apparently when they got in to the exhibit, one of the elephants started to charge the, 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 the dad and with his daughter. And of course, nobody was hurt, thank God. And of course, he was in, arrested for endangerment. My thought of this is like, what the hell goes through your head as a parent where uh, you I, are- I one question. Where you are, I'm going to put, I'm going to go let my daughter pet this elephant. Where they're, I just don't understand people. I have a lot of thoughts. Okay, <laughs> go first. I want to get, get your you. One stomp is all it yeah. takes, and you're dead. Let's yeah. go round robin. Go back. Oh, Roz. No, go Ross. You Let's go ahead. Let this person reproduce. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> correct. One hundred percent correct. 
Oh my goodness gracious. What about you guys? Where where are they from? <laughs> San Diego? Let's assume they're from San Diego. I don't think I don't th- from No, San Diego. they might be from 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 Clanty way out there. I, I don't, don't think that this is a San Diego. Pass holders. <laughs> pass holders. Yeah. I'm a pass holder, goddammit. <laughs> I'm entitled. I'm entitled. I want to pet the elephant. I want my private tour. I want an experience. I had a needless fact I could share. Did you know that, Rob? They Did usually you know contribute a lot to the conversation. That those elephants, first of all, they're all like 30, 40 years old. Yeah. Yes. They were like born in the 60s, right? So oh they've God. been there a long time. Those <laughs> specific elephants that were charging this two-year-old baby yeah. <laughs> were on the very first YouTube video that was ever uploaded to YouTube. Were those You're- elephants... Right absolutely yes. fucking what? correct, Rob. Wow, yes, look are. at you, Rob. <laughs> I love that. coming in with the knowledge. Very random. Yeah. Um, I, I, welcome. I, would, the way I like them. I, I got a story. Like to, oh, go ahead, Bashi. I think it is kind of funny, though, because a lot of people who visit San Diego think that the zoo is like the zoo, but it's yeah. not. Yeah. Like the safari park is the real zoo. Yeah. Um, the zoo within Balboa Park is like the retirement center for all the animals. <laughs> yeah. It, you know, right. when when they're up at the safari park, they have a lot of room. Oh, I big love range. the safari park. Elephants got like acres and acres mm-hmm. of land to walk on. When they get to the zoo, they're old. They're yeah. decrepit. Why Their do you think Rob and I out. live down the street? <laughs> 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 I just think it's so cute that, that it's all like the senior citizen animals. But I mean, as a San Diegan <laughs> like you, Bashi, I mean, the zoo is such a staple to San Diego. And we yeah. do have an amazing zoo. We I'm really do. I am too. I, you know, so a much, lot of zoos, oh, I'm so a little good. bit like, eh, I don't know if animals should be kept like that. But I do, I do think they do a, key, a bang up job good of job. making sure they're all happy and healthy yeah. and everything like that. Oh, for so, sure. What? I've yeah. never been. <gasps> Get the not fuck been. out of here, Eric. <laughs> Intervention. <laughs> I can't believe you've never been to the fucking zoo, Eric. How did we never go? I know. I know. I know. You need to fix this. You know what the best thing is? It's getting super high. And oh, I was just going to say, oh. that was like our Sundays. Yeah. Oh. Baked Before in the parking lot. Go ahead, Rob. Well, because we, we live within walking distance of yeah. the zoo. Tony, <laughs> Tony and I had um, an, an annual pass for a while, but I went there when my sister and my niece came out to visit. And it was during COVID because it was it was in right before we shut down. No, this was when we came out. They came oh, okay. out in the fall. Gotcha. But anyway... So you have to wear your mask. You have to social distance, blah, blah, blah. Those are the rules. But I'm sorry. When you get there with a bunch of little kids and a bunch of families, everybody Mm. totally forgets about the – as soon as there's a monkey or an elephant or something really close, everyone just runs over there, crowds around each other, masks off. They're walking around eating hot dogs, breathing on each other. Oh, I'm like, God, it was no. kind of like a like a little COVID soup, is what it reminds me. COVID yeah. soup. <laughs> well, the, the gorillas all got COVID. Yeah. Well, yeah. I can people. see why from the people. Because as soon as the gorilla comes up to the front, there's a mob of a people. Mob of people. Yeah. Oh, God. Anyway, Go ahead. Another Bashi. fun fact. Yeah. The gorillas at San Diego Zoo, I believe, and I hope a fan corrects me if I'm wrong or something or a listener, um, but I think they were the first animals, non-humans, to receive a COVID vaccine. Wow, really? Yes. Nice. I think I, think I read that too. Yeah. 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 I you know how Rob chime I gotta I gotta tell this story really quick. Rob chimes in with the randomest facts, right? So when me and Rob first started dating, it was when we went to my birthday. And I brought Rob, and he was meeting a bunch of my friends at Al Camino here in San Diego, my sister, everybody, and we're all sitting at the table and having a really funny conversation. Rob decides to chime in with some knowledge about the garnitas we were eating because they're pork. (laughs) Rob, during this conversation, everybody's laughing and joking. Rob pipes up and goes, did you know that they electrocute the pigs and they pee themselves inside before they die? That literally, oh the table went quiet, and you could hear a pin drop, and everybody just turned and looked at me, looked at Rob, and I was like, "Oh dear lord!" Oh, uh, that's why people call me Debbie Downer. I know. I like, think we, I'm gonna marry you. Well, we we have a group. I have like a group chat with my friends that yeah. I'm in, right? And somebody posted a picture of a cute little bunny in the backyard. <laughs> 
And I'm like, oh, here. do you know that most of those get eaten by the coyotes? <laughs> 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 oh my god! I think it's hilarious, right, Ross? <laughs> wow! Oh man, but Rob, I love give, random factoids. Right, Rob's full of them. Rob's full of that and the weirdest <laughs> stories. Rob, give everybody all the deets on your podcast, how they can reach you guys, follow you yeah. guys, all of that. Yes. Yeah, so the podcast is mates.rates.podcast on Instagram, or you can just use askrosshetravels.com and everything is linked there. And that's Roz with an S. So yes. Roz with an S. Roz. One, one, S. one S. One S. One S. One S. Yeah. I am so, I love having you on the show. It is always such a pleasure and fun when you go <laughs> on the show. And you guys check out her podcast. There is such good information about travel, not just in the pandemic. But on flights and where to go, all the really, really good stuff with two very funny people who present the information in a very entertaining way. <laughs> How do people find you, Bashy? I'm at same name underscore bash on Instagram. Yes. And did you have you posted any more TikToks? Um, I'm getting there. I'm okay. I uh, I'm I'm having some TikTok technicals. Oh no. We're getting there. <laughs> Good. That's a mouthful. <laughs> yes, TikTok technicals. <laughs> <laughs> How do people find you, Eric? <laughs> ooh, ooh. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I felt like I fa- I felt that through like the, my computer no, monitor. I'm sorry. Um, I am Party Bear Eric on Instagram. Shut the fuck up, bitch. <laughs> you can follow the podcast at Who Invited Her underscore podcast on Instagram. We're Who Invited Her SD on Twitter and Facebook. Make sure you hit that subscribe button on YouTube and leave your comments below on any of the topics we talked about today. Also, go on Apple Podcasts, give us a five star rating and a review. It helps us out a lot don't forget we have merch on the website just hit the shop button it'll take you to our new merch um merch website that we have t-shirts all that good stuff and i think that is it for us this week thank you again Roz. it has been an absolute pleasure having you on the show like always and we will see everybody next week have a good rest of the weekend everybody bye put your wiener away bash put your wiener away